Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm here with Andy Choi. So can you introduce yourself, please? Yes, I can. Hi, my name is Andy Choi. I am 18 years old. Um, I am a first year at San Diego State University. I'm majoring in psychology right now with plans to become a clinical therapist. Um, I am also a reformed Christian, um, and I enjoy singing, painting, walking, spending time with family and friends, and boogie boarding, which I haven't been able to do since the beaches are crowded right now. (laughs) Okay, um, so how has college been for you so far? College has been not at all how I planned, like genuinely, I mean, obviously. So I'm actually staying at home. San Diego State did have the option for freshmen to dorm on campus, but I actually decided to stay home just because of obviously cost. It literally saved me like $10,000 or it saved my family $10,000. And um, it's kind of, I don't think they're handling the coronavirus very well over there. So yeah, I'm staying home. The first semester just ended, so I'm on winter break right now. And it's been kind of a crazy ride. I feel like I had such a strong and a such a vivid image and or imagery of what I thought college was going to be like and how I thought the transition to college would be like. Things like, oh, meeting my roommate and making new friends and joining clubs and stuff but obviously we didn't have that this year so I think it was for me personally it was kind of difficult to adjust my image of what I thought college was going to be and change my expectations in that sense um yeah and literally this entire first semester has been the sole purpose of this entire first semester has been for me to adjust like I never understood what people meant when they said oh like it's you have to transition and it's hard to adjust but it's it's one of those feelings that when you get into college um for those for those of you listening for when you get into college and you start making that transition um it's one of those things you have to really go through to fully understand it yes uh, the beginning was I started out strong because I was just really excited to go to college. So I started out really strong. I was like getting up early. I showed up early to my classes. I had my cameras on. Um, I was like participating in class discussion, but I definitely slacked off in the middle of that. It's so hard to like keep up appearances and keep up that kind of motivation, especially when it's such a different situation than I thought it would be in. And when you're doing the same thing every day, you're not really going anywhere. You're stuck in the same house with the same four or five people. It's yeah, it was, it was a bit much, but I think that one of the biggest things was learning to embrace the routine and learning to embrace just the mundane ordinary things in life, which is something that I learned definitely. Um, that it's not always going to be perfect, but there's something, you know, extraordinary in the ordinary moments of making coffee, going on a walk around the neighborhood and seeing pretty flowers and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I wanted to go back to something you said earlier about how um, college was not at all what you expected it to be. Um, could you maybe elaborate a bit more on like how was it different and like yeah how was it different for sure um it was just 
dude, online is insane. And I'm sure you, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you can relate, you know, you, you yeah. is also online, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the whole, it's, it's not, there's just such a disconnect in the sense that it's not the same talking face to face as it is talking to a computer screen. Um, it's kind of almost discouraging to see, and I'm sure it's discouraging for the teachers too, but it's discouraging to see blank faces or to see those black squares with just people's names in it kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I haven't made, not proud to say, but I haven't made a ton of college friends. I haven't joined a lot of clubs yet just because it's so difficult to just find and have access to those things. Um, I think SDSU has done a good job of helping students with that, but I feel like I haven't been taking advantage of those opportunities as much as I should be. Yeah, it's just the the technology disconnect, I would say. Mm, for sure. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's like easier for us because we're not also transitioning to a completely different um well yeah it's still high school still the same school so I'm sure it's much more different mm -hmm. but yeah I definitely see what you mean about the technology disconnect yeah are you or, a junior? sorry are you a junior or are you a senior I'm a junior okay okay I would have been I feel so bad for the seniors of this year because like their entire senior year has been just completely taken away from them and I hope that yeah but okay it's okay you have another year I think yeah okay that makes that makes me glad I was I felt so bad for you if you were gonna like like you this is your entire senior year is online that would be so awful I know I feel so bad for that. but um okay so you can go a bit more broad perhaps do you have any just general um advice for transitioning oh for sure okay so I'm someone who just who's a very visual person like you know how there's different types of learning and how people learn I'm a very much a visual learner so I always write things down I always have sticky notes on hand like having things having like to-do lists where I can physically cross things off has always been a big help for me um, so as a result, I've literally written down, I have in my notes app and in my journal, I have lists of college lessons that I've learned, which funnily enough became very useful when I was preparing for the podcast today. Um, so, okay. Definitely one of them is having a schedule and sticking to a routine. Um, that means like getting up at the same time every day, even when it comes to like weekends or days when you don't have class having a routine, I wake up, I make coffee, I get dressed, I brush my teeth, these kinds of things, and sticking with it, I think that really helps keep you on track and keep you motivated. Having something to wake up for and having things that you know that you need to do, um, just I think is very helpful when it comes to motivation. Also, it you have to make an effort to stay connected to people. You have to be the one who goes out and says hi. You have to be the one who unmutes themselves during class. So a way that I found to stay connected with people in my class, especially people who I literally didn't know, they were just in my class for the first year of high school or first year of college, was I made group chats for classes and for projects. And I made Discord chats where people can come in and stuff and ask questions so we're not 
bombarding the teacher with just thousands and thousands of the same questions. So making group meetings, making group chats, um, and genuinely um, having your, this is going to sound so lame and so simple, but it's something that I've really learned this year, I think, is changing your mindset. Like the whole mind over matter thing is so powerful and so important, I think. If you, it's why you have to be, it has a lot to do with your motivation, I suppose. Um, if you enjoy the things that you're learning, if you're interested in the things that you're learning, um, if you're positive, you see things in a more positive light, it's just, life is just easier, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's one of those things that I never realized until now that and that's the one a big difference about college is that because you get to choose your classes because you're taking more specialized classes in your major and actually working towards what you want to do in life it's a lot easier to have a positive mindset because you're learning things that you want to learn you're learning things that are interesting but even when you're taking general education classes when you're taking classes that oh the college is making you take you have to have a mindset of this is something interesting. This is something new that I'm learning, even though I may not be great at this subject or I may not be, this subject may not be the most interesting subject. You always have to approach it in a positive manner, in a way that's like, hey, I'd love to learn and this is something new and I can make this something exciting. Even though I may not use it in the future, this is something that is just cool. Great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, like in a, high school obviously it's different where there are some classes that or more classes that you're required to take that mm -hmm. you may not find as interesting <laughs> uh, well sp speaking of academics I guess um how did you find that they compared in workload or like difficulty to high school um, so obviously I can't speak for all schools just because, as right. I, um, yeah, I go to a Cal State right now. San Diego State is absolutely amazing. I had a lot of, or a lot of people around me were just a little bit wary or a little bit doubtful of the curriculum there just because SDSU, I'm not going to lie. I'm not dumb. Um, SDSU has a reputation of being a party school. Not the reason I chose to go there just to clarify, <laughs> but um, it has a reputation of being a party school. So a lot of the people around me, like my friends and my family were a little bit, were yeah, were a little bit wary or a little bit cautious about me going there. But after this first semester, I can honestly say that SDSU has such great curriculum um, in all of my classes they have been so accommodating and so accepting and so like, socially aware um, and in a lot of aspects we've been connecting the learning to real life problems which I think is which is something that in high school you don't really do a lot of it is very much focused on the classroom but for SDSU we're kind of connecting it to a bigger picture. For example, in my writing class that I took, a lot of the essays we wrote were about um, white supremacy or racism in like the writing center or in colleges or in the workspace and how, I don't know, yeah, some, you know, those big kind of topics, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, but also the thing is that of a weekly basis versus a daily basis for high school there's a lot of like oh this is due tomorrow this test is next week right. yeah. homework every day that you have to turn in the next day 
but college is definitely more of a weekly basis thing. Like, oh, here's a list of things you need to do, and you have to have them due by the end of this week. And as as long as you get all these things done by this week, you can do it in whatever pace you like and whatever, um, I guess, whatever schedule that you need to. Maybe if you're more busy this day, you can you still have time to do a, a different day. So in that way, it's definitely more accommodating. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. um, Work. I know high school has a lot of busy work. I'm sure you can attest to that. There's like random assignments that don't really help you in any way, but they need something to put in the grade book. Like college does, college does not have that. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, too. <laughs> okay, so since we just started talking about, but. Sorry, we just started by talking about the transition. I was wondering if we could maybe go back to the applications. Yeah. Um, so you say you're studying psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you decide that's what you wanted to pursue? Um, so I, I'm very lucky in the sense that I have a clear vision of what I want to do. I know that a lot of people go into college as an undecided major or just not knowing what they want to do with the major that they have. Um, which is completely fine. I feel like a lot of people think that's not okay and they're panicking over that, but I think it's completely fine to not know um, and to explore. You know, college is for exploring. But in high school, I think it was, oh dear, I think it was sophomore or junior year. I just came into contact through friends and family and just acquaintances. I came into contact with a lot of people struggling with mental illnesses, things like depression and anxiety or schizophrenia. Um, And... Seeing it, I guess, up close and personal in the sense where I was a firsthand witness of their symptoms, like people with anxiety, overthinking things and like just being, I guess, I mean, obviously very anxious and people with depression being obviously sad or maybe unmotivated to do certain things, like seeing these symptoms firsthand and having to not coach them through it, but to be a support system for those people. Um, I think it's such a, I guess it's just inspired me. It's just a very rewarding job, I feel like. Um, and people have always told me that I'm, I, I tend to be a good listener. So I feel like therapy is a good way to go. And and then mental health, or sorry, mental health in general is just so important. Um, yeah, and it's just, I, the more I learned about it when I took AP Psychology and the in high school and the psychology classes that I've taken in this first semester, just learning more about it just makes me more sure that this is the field that I want to go into. Yeah. That's really great. Um, Yeah. Like personally, I still have a hard time deciding on what I want to do. It changes a lot, but that's good. Um, Like a general idea or? Um, I'm pretty sure at least something in STEM, probably like bio. Oh, nice. Both my sister and my brother are also going into STEM. So I think that's always a good option. Cool. Uh, So sort of a similar note. Um, So you're going to SDSU. How did you decide um, that you wanted to apply there to the other universities you applied to? Okay, so literally... The biggest lesson that I can tell you guys about 
applying to colleges, do not apply for tens and tens of colleges. It's, it is a waste, like applying for so many colleges is a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Your stress levels are going to be much higher than they need to be. It's like, I didn't even know, realize this until I was like applying for colleges myself. It's so expensive. <laughs> it is like a hundred dollars per school maybe like 50 to a hundred dollars per school so just don't apply to a lot of colleges that's the biggest thing um I had I had the privilege of going to a class like a college class kind of that helped me with editing college essays and kind of and had teachers there and fellow students who helped me narrow down what schools to apply for and how to write my college essays and that kind of thing um, so I would say to divide it, this is what they did for us. So I wanted to share it with you guys um, to divide it into three categories, which are your safety category, your target category, and then your reach category. They, um, they're pretty self-explanatory. So your reach schools are the schools like the Ivy Leagues, the ones that are your dream schools that you really want to get into, but they're a bit of a reach because just looking at your like GPA or SAT score or your activities, maybe, um, then the target schools are ones that are like perfect for you. It's kind of like Goldilocks, the story of Goldilocks. Um, two hot people are just right. These are the just right schools. Um, and then the safety schools are the ones that you are 100% sure you're going to get into. Maybe these would be like community, co community colleges or obviously everyone is different, but schools that you know are going to be, you are going to be accepted to. They're kind of like the safety net. They're the that you fall back to if your reach and target goals don't end up working out and obviously don't just have a couple in each category don't like it's such a waste of time trust me my brother my brother made the same mistake and applied to like so many colleges and he was it just I feel like it ruined his first half of first half of his senior year because he was just so busy and it was so expensive yeah okay um that's good to know um, is there anything else in general that you would say to look out for in the application process? Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, the money. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that just getting everything in on time, for me especially, speaking from personal experience, due dates sneak up on you very, very quick. Um, like, you think it's far away and then you blink and all of a sudden your essay's due tomorrow and you haven't started, that kind of thing. So have a calendar, have a schedule of when you want to finish certain essays by and get it done as soon as you possibly can. So you should start recommended. I would, I think the prompts for the essays come out your, during summer of your summer after junior year. So summer going into senior year, they have the prompts out. So start during summer. You will have no better time to start because you're not doing anything over summer. Maybe if you're taking some classes, but you're significantly less busy than you are during the school year. Um, especially senior year can get pretty busy. But yes, get everything. Start as early as possible. Start as soon as you po or start as soon as you can and finish as soon as you can. Think of it like as the quicker you finish, the quicker you can go on and enjoy your senior year, you know, like go out for lunch with your friends during school or I don't know, like go to all the the bell games and the dances and stuff and not have to stress about going home and editing your college essay. That's definitely a big one. Um, and work on it over weekends. That's what I did. I 
would not work on my college essays at all during the week because I was busy with school stuff. But as soon as the weekends hit, I was grinding my college essays and just working on them nonstop. So use those times of free, t use those t free times as just, just to get ahead in that sense. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, also, I think communicating with your parents or your guardians are really important just because there's, there's still a, I feel like they're more involved than you think, especially when it comes to price. You don't want to go up to you don't want to go up to mom and dad and be like, "Hey, I need your credit card because this is a hundred dollars," and then they're blindsided and they're like, "What? This is so expensive." So just communicate with your parents, communicate with your teachers um, about things like due dates, maybe lack of availability if you have family time, maybe, or if you guys have dinner every night and you won't be able to make it because you want to work on your college essays, that's something to communicate with them. Um, if you need advice, parents or teachers are always a great, I guess, source to go for since they've obvious, or some of them may have done it themselves. And yeah, communication is really important. So there's not any, I remember that when my brother got Whenever my brother gets really busy, he always tells our family, like, hey, this is finals week. This is, I have a big project this week. Something about, something for my club is really busy this week. So I won't be able to come down for dinner and I won't be able to, you know, spend as much time together. I just wanted to let you know beforehand so we're not all sad and <laughs> discouraged or disheartened. So, yeah, communication is definitely important. Okay. Um, okay. So along the same lines, is there anything you would have done differently personally if you could go back? Into high school? Um, yeah, just like, I no, guess, I redoing the process. <laughs> hmm? Is it like that, like when I was just high school or senior year when I was applying? Or whichever mm. you want, I guess. Okay. Um, oh, I think one of the things that I hope that people, I guess, high schoolers would know is that you're going to be fine. I feel like they, I'm sure you've heard this a lot um, when it comes to <laughs> applying for colleges and just classes in general, that you're going to be fine. But I feel like a lot of people don't really believe it. Even if you don't get into your dream school, you don't get the grades that you really wanted. There's so many options when it comes to your future and when it comes to colleges and your careers. Um, everyone's path is different. Everyone's situation is different. And you're not less worthy or you're not less than if you go to a community college or if you decide to take a gap year to work. I feel like society has a very strict rule of, hey, you go to high school and then right after you go to a four-year college, UC or Cal State, and then you go to like grad school or you start working or something but a lot and I, I feel like a lot of people are discouraged when their life plan does not match that life plan but you're going to be fine a lot of people go to community college or transfer some people graduate from community college which is great there's great education over there um and I think that yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to get into college. You're going to be okay. You're going to find something that you love. Do you know what I mean? Um, I guess that's that's the like a very optimistic way of looking at it. And just wanted to provide encouragement because I feel like in high school I wasn't told that enough. That where I wasn't told it enough by the right people or by people that really mattered. But 
yeah, you're going to be okay. And I definitely, there are definitely some classes in high school that I wish I had tried harder in because I, I feel like I didn't try hard enough. And that, and if I had tried a little bit harder, it would have lessened my stress um, and boosted my self-esteem a little bit. Things like, I don't know about you, but chemistry was like not it for me. <laughs> um, chemistry was a bit much I did do well in chemistry that was my first C um and then in stats and I took stats in senior year also was not my thing so I did not do well in that class either um but I feel like I at the same time that the teachers were not my like type of teachers um that sounds weird but they just yeah <laughs> had a different style of teaching than the way that I was learning um, and the environment in the classroom was always not something that I particularly enjoyed. It was like super dry or not to diss Mr. Shenton. Mr. Shenton's a great teacher. Very. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had Mr. Shenton? Oh, I've heard a lot about him. He's, he's a great teacher, but it was just um such a dry. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I don't want to be mean. <laughs> but it was a bit of a dry class. Um, and I just wasn't very good in, at that class in general and the concepts never necessarily clicked but I feel like if I had tried harder then I could have done better so that's definitely something um I wish I did um yeah maybe maybe not worrying so much I it's I mean obviously stress is going to be a part of high school that's not something that you can ignore or get rid of but being on the other side of high school you know the end goal of high school is to get into college and now that I'm on the other side of that it's, it's, I just wish I could have gone back in time, you know, and told my ninth grade self to, that it's going to be okay, that, hey, you got in somewhere, it's, you really love it, everything worked out, yeah. Yeah, like, going back to what you were saying earlier, um, I've noticed that, like, especially in high school, you have so much pressure to get, like, perfect grades, and to get into, like, top universities you know but a lot of the times they don't take into consideration like you said different learning styles or Mm -hmm. privilege right and I think that's something people need to be aware of um yeah like basically like you said it's okay to not follow that path right yeah I think the privilege thing that you were saying is really good because I had my family's like well off like we're not Bill Gates but we're not you know so we were able to they were able to send me to SAT classes they were able to pay for all of the colleges that I wanted to apply to they were able to pay for you know um like the college application class that I took we didn't you know and it's just some people don't have that some people don't have the privilege of those resources and yeah okay great um, so do you have any final thoughts you want to share? Um, something we may or may not have talked about that you wanted to, um, discuss more? Um, I think that just in general, you have to have a, especially with the pandemic, you're in, in the broad sense, you are very much alone learning you're kind of learning by yourself. Obviously there's teachers and there's students around you, but it's not necessarily the same. The thing we were talking about earlier, like technological disconnect, it's not having the same connection, 
but you have to make something this is the lamest lesson ever but guess what you have to do things in order for things to happen i don't know why for the first semester first half of the semester i was expecting things to just kind of fall into my lap and i was expecting for opportunities to just come to me and i would make do with those opportunities but no guess what guys you actually have to go out and research and find opportunities of internships and classes that you want to take um yeah. So you, I think just taking the initiative is so important. Taking the initiative to, you know, start that group chat, to follow that person on Instagram and then DM them or about a class that you're taking, you know, taking the initiative to research clubs that you want to join and taking the initiative to join those Zoom meetings that they have, even though it might not have the same connection that you're used to. Um, I think just compromising your expectations is very important. Yeah, I think it's uh, really great that you brought this up because it's such an intuitive thing. It's often overlooked. So, right. yeah, especially <laughs> during this pandemic when there's this disconnect, we have to make sure we're taking the initiative and finding the opportunities that we can take um, during this time, even though there's so much that we can't do. Yes, for sure. I would also say that... Um... Something that I feel like a lot of people are scared of doing is asking for help. Um, I've done, I've learned to ask for help. I've learned to, you know, go to office hours and to ask for like extra worksheets or extra instruction when it comes to certain concepts. Also, and I feel like people are scared to ask for extensions but if you're not feeling great if your mental health is on the decline if you're feeling very overwhelmed for that week I, teachers are very accommodating I don't I don't think that people realize this but especially with my experience in SDSU I had a really difficult time adjusting to online learning and adjusting to just staying at home instead of actually going to college and there were weeks when it was there was just, I felt very overwhelmed. There was a lot of work to do. I felt like I couldn't do it all. I felt like I was going to fail all my classes. But the teachers are there to support you. Um, and I, you know, I, I emailed some of my teachers. I was like, hey, I explained my situation. I explained how I was feeling and what was going on. And I commu I communicated with them. And I've learned that they are more than willing to work with you. They're more than willing to say like, hey, that's okay. I totally get what you're going through you can turn this assignment in a couple days later. And honestly, those couple dates and those extensions made the biggest difference when it came to like my mental health and keeping my sanity and maintaining my grades. So don't be afraid to, you know, communicate with teachers and with advisors about these things. Yeah, that's really great to know. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's something that you don't really think about going in, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, well... Um... Thank you so much, Andy, for recording this episode with me. Of course. I, I was talking to Andrea about this earlier, but I'm such a big fan of podcasts. Um, even though I, I enjoy singing and I'm, I'm like kind of a musical person, I actually don't listen to music that much. I'm always, I feel like I'm, I'm drawn more towards podcasts. So this is a very, this is a lovely experience, Andrea. Yeah, I, honestly, me as well like people are surprised when I don't listen to music because I <laughs> yeah. the orchestra, right yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah okay um and thank you to those of you listening as well
And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.